right. Well, good morning. And uh, it is Thursday morning as we discuss our psalm meditation. And I have wrangled with me today, got him out of bed, and got him here in my office to have this discussion. <laughs> the one, the only, Pastor Aaron Hoffman. I am here and I am happy because <laughs> I doctored my coffee again today. There just you the way go. I like it. There so, you go. Yes. Thanks yes. for thanks for coming in and joining on this discussion. Um, and we're going to hit part two of Psalm 139. So if you have your Bibles, join us in Psalm 139. Um, and uh, we're just enjoying thinking about David as he just at the end of his life here, he's kind of meditating on God's uh, protection and care and just who God is and what a comfort that was to his life. And we dealt with yesterday, if you remembered, uh, we dealt with God in his omniscience, all-knowing, um, all-knowledge in verses 1 through 6, and then his omnipresence, all-present, uh, that God is everywhere that no matter where we are, He's there with us. And then I think it gets to be super personal when you look at God's omnipotence, His all-power, but as He relates that to the creation of Himself. As David's writing this, the creation of, as God made Him. And to think about how God just carefully made Him. So let me read verses, just, I'm going to read a few verses here to kind of kick off our thoughts let me read verses 13 to 16, um, and then we'll kind of pick that apart a little bit and, um, and maybe give Aaron a chance to say a few words or not. Um, maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> so verse 13, For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there was none of them. Um, so, all right, Aaron, I'm, I'm going to give you a chance to shoot at this. Um, okay. In that, when you think about just David's kind of relaying how God created him, what sticks out to you the most in there? What sticks out to me the most is just, well, honestly, there's a couple of things, but I'll just, I'll just bring up one right now. I, the fact that God tells us here through David that he, when, when he made me, he took his time and he did it very, very, very well. Would you agree that God just did a really good job <laughs> On me right now. <laughs> well, I have to look at you um, across my desk here, but um, I feel kind of awkward answering that question. <laughs> no, you don't understand what I'm saying. You though. are quite uh, the human specimen. Let why? Me just state that. Thank you. You so are just much. quite the human <laughs> specimen. <laughs> oh man, I have. You you need to let my wife know that too, <laughs> but. But, but 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 seriously, you you understand what I'm saying? How God just reveals to us here that that we are that we are just um, fearfully and wonderfully made by yeah. Him. Yeah. Um, where where He where where He pays attention to the details, every little detail of 
not just what we look like, but who we are, who he yeah. wired us and made us to be. Yeah. Um, That's what that word actually, I will, I will praise you for I'm fearfully, I wonderfully made that word fearfully is the word yare. It speaks with reverence and just great detail and concern and care. And, um, and so when God fashioned David, when God fashioned me and you and that he just took incredible detail. Um, and I think about that with the eye that has, I mean, dozens and dozens of functioning parts that all have to work together simultaneously, cooperate with the brain to see it all and put it together to be able to see one thing. Mm, um, yeah. and, and you take away one of those steps and the eye doesn't work. It, it has to all work together. I've got a brother-in-law who um, once fell when he was a kid from a monkey bars and hit his head and it, and it severed the optic nerve in his one eye. And although his eye moves and looks, I mean, it looks like it's looking everywhere like normal, he can't see out of that eye wow. because one of the processes stopped working. And, um, you know, it's the detail of God's making all of that uh, work just perfectly. Um, my, my dad used to sell medical equipment in hospitals, and it was for doing brain surgeries. And, um, and he would be in the brain surgeries with all these electrodes hooked to people. He would hook up the electrodes for these brain surgeons, and they would get out literally a DeWalt drill and have to drill into somebody's skull at times. And he said millimeters made the difference between relieving the pressure on someone's brain or paralyzing them. Wow. And he said, they're using great caution. That's the idea of reverence. God, with great caution, made every detail about me. And that, that one just shows how much God cares about me. That, that I am that valuable to God to use that kind of caution. But it also, and so that, that I think, ought to, when we think about that as individuals, that ought to give us just a great, um, uh, I guess, a great thankfulness that we matter that much to God, mm, yeah. that we're that valuable to God, but also a great respect that every person is that valuable to God. Yes. That, that we don't look at people and be like, man, they aren't quite the human specimen that, that Aaron Hoffman is. And oh, so, so they're Here less valuable. Um, no, every person, God doesn't make mistakes. God made you how he wants you to be. God made me how he wants me to be. And, and he doesn't make mistakes with that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so that's just, I think, encouraging. Absolutely. And, and, and you know something, I think we can all... Personally, whenever we think about it in that way, I think that all of us um, can have have a contentment with it. I guess, um, yeah. and and like I can look at myself and 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 not everybody can look at who they are and and not it, it, not with a big puffed up head or anything, but can say. I am who I am because God made me this way, mm -hmm. and He didn't make any mistakes. He, you know, and he, 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 you know, I mean, you, there, there are people. I'm sure there are who, who, who struggle with that kind of a thing sometimes. He, you know, uh, not everybody. God didn't create everybody to be the life of the party. Yeah. Um, he didn't make everybody the same way. It, yeah. It, he, you know, He, He wires people together. And and gives them different personalities and and 
and all of that goes with it. Yeah. And and that's a good thing. Right. And that's how I think we need to look at this as as God reveals to us that I took extreme care making you. Yeah. Not I'm I'm I mean you personally. Yeah. Paid very very special attention to it and I didn't make any mistakes. So and I think a there's a comfort that can come from yeah, that. Yeah, and a contentment that comes from that as a believer to say I don't have to be like so and so. I don't yes. have to you know be the sports star if God made me this way. And Right. Um, yes, sir. And so each person is valuable. And I think the body aspect of in, within the church that we get in 1 Corinthians 12 of every member in the body is equally important. And some are the toe, some are the hand, some mm-hmm. are the, you know, different aspects. But every member, God has put them in the body, organized it together to work together. And there's got to be a contentment to say, I'm happy to be the hand. Yes. Because God made me that way. Um and 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 I think that's that's real important to to let people accept that. Um, and then I, I think it's interesting. Verse sixteen, I think, is one of the great verses to help us understand as well. Um, all life, no matter in the womb or out of the womb, is valuable to God, because He says there, "Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. In your book they were all written. The days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them." So be, before even the parts were put together, God knew me. Mm-hmm. God knew every life. That tells us every life is is perfect, um, and even you know not even fully formed yet. Um, every life is valuable to God. Oh, Albert yeah. Barnes, com- the commentator Albert Barnes, puts it this way: He said, "Before the embryo had any such form that its future size, shape." or proportions could be marked by the eye of man, it was clearly and distinctly known by God. Amen. That, that is encouraging to me because we've lost some children in childbirth um, and, and to know that God knew them already mm-hmm. and they're held by God's hand and um, someday I believe I'm gonna see them again. Um, and there's a comfort to that. And so every life um, is valuable and abortion is wrong Absolutely. for that reason. Absolutely. Um, so, and then he gets real personal and just God's care of thoughts in verses 17 and 18. How precious are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count that they'd be more in number than the sand. And when I awake, I'm still with you. And to think about this, that God who is controlling all of the universe, the, the stars that are moving at, I don't know what the speed of, you know, they're moving around are and, and, keeping everything rotated the perfect speed and dimensions. And he says, his thoughts towards me are more than the number of the sand and the shore. Um, That's pretty incredible. That is pretty incredible. <laughs> Sometimes when I teach this to, to teenagers, I bring in, I've got two jars of sand here on my bookshelf behind me. And one is from Malibu Beach, when my wife and I were on our honeymoon out west. And I was surfing at Malibu and we collected some sand to remember it. And then the other one is from uh, Israel at Caesarea oh, yes. uh, Maritime. And um, I often ask teenagers, how many grains of sand do you think are in this jar? Um, and I mean, you can't even uh, take a good guess. But uh, so according to Wiki Answers, there is 300,000 grains of medium sand in one square inch. And David says, your thoughts to me are more than the sand 
number of the sand. Can, can you imagine that God thinks about us that much? No, um, that's, that's, that's mind-blowing. And I think we can gather from this and, 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 and just take something away very practical here that um, no matter where we are or what we're going through, we can always come back to this psalm and say this truthful uh, statement to ourselves that someone is thinking about me right now yeah. because God is thinking about me. And, and um, I would love to see the thoughts that God thinks about me mm. because they're perfect thoughts yeah. that he thinks towards me. Well, that's good. Well, David's response to thinking this all through about God's omniscience, his omnipresence, his omnipotence and care is, is threefold, really. If you look at the psalm, notice one of them in Psalm, or verse 15, or I'm sorry, um, verse 14, I will praise you. Uh, part of the response and reflection of meditation upon God is worship. David's response is, I just want to adore you and worship you, God, because of, of, of how you care for me. And as I think about who you are, the second response is in verses 19 to 22 that he says, God, you're worthy of all praise. And anyone who chooses to not do that, the wicked mm. who blaspheme your name, God, I want you to destroy them because those who are enemies of you are enemies of mine. And there's just an aspect of, of you know, a, a clarity of, God, I, I want you to get all the glory you're deserving. Yes. And of those who will not do that, um, I'm not on the same side with them. And then the third response is in verses 23 to 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. He says, God, I want you to search me over and reveal to me what needs to change. Reveal to me even my anxieties so that I would turn them back to you and and. And I'd be led in a way that is of peace, in a way everlasting, of a deep relationship with you. Um, there's nothing between me and you. Um, and, and so that's David's response. Um, and so he comes to realize as pastor and song, song, you've probably heard the song, Aaron, Nothing Between My Soul and the Savior. Um, yes, Boy, it has, it, Pastor. It has been a long time since I've since I've heard that song, but yep. I do know that song. I know the one you talk about. Charles Tinley wrote that. He said, "Nothing between my soul and the Savior, not of this world's delusive dream. I've renounced all sinful pleasure. Jesus is mine. There's nothing between." Um, and that's the aspect there. Um, and uh, and and so. I'm not going to ask you to sing that here this morning, <laughs> but that's, I think that's the response. That I don't want anything between me and you. I don't want any anxieties. I don't want any self-confidence. You know, I want to be just based upon who you are and what you've declared about me. So just some thoughts for Psalm 139 and uh, to encourage us today. Um, Aaron, you feel encouraged? Very encouraged. Good. When, when you think about God like this, and it, I, I, I mean, I just had this thought. It, whenever, you're, it, whenever you realize who God is the way David did in this psalm, yep. and you read how he explains him, and then at the very end he goes, 
God, I want you to search me. Well, of course I want that. Yeah. Because I because I've just understood again who you are, and I don't want anyone else to search me. I want you're you're the only one I want to see me, and change me and see and 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 lead me in the way. I want yeah. you to do that. Yeah. Nobody else. Well, that's good. I hadn't thought about that before either. So that's that's good. Well, hey, why don't we? Start our morning out with prayer, just saying, God, we want to be closer to you and you to search us and lead us in that way. Um, so let's pray together. Father, thank you for being our God who thinks to, about us and, and um, carefully made us. And, and um, God, I pray that you would search us and, and help us to know you, to make sure that there's nothing between us and that, God, you would lead us in the way everlasting. Uh, Lord, today, reveal our anxieties, reveal the concerns we may have, that we would be able to lay them down at your feet and we would just be in awe of you. God, you are an awesome God and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Have a great day.